Hey, yo, we're back again. We're back. What's going on, people? What's going on, B? How's your week been? Man, been interesting. Little sick again. I feel like I've gotten sick more between January and now than I have the, my whole life. But here we are. I was going to say, man, you got COVID, what, three times now? I'm like that. That's crazy. I got it once and almost died. If I get it again, I think they're going to bury me. Nah. Dude, that shit, dude, I'm t- that shit was killing me. I don't think <laughs> I have it now. I mean, what the first time I ever got it, it really fucked me up. Like, I went to sleep for like 15 hours straight. It was wild. Just like complete and utter just shit, tiredness. I, 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 I sweat through my clothes twice in one night. And then like the last four days, I thought I would I feel like an ice pick was stuck in my chest. And that's when my mom was over my house a lot. She was like, you need to go to the hospital. I was like, I ain't going to the hospital. So you're just like your dumbass dad. I was like, every time I took a breath, I was like, oh, I feel so bad. Yeah. So bad. I mean, there's yeah. so much stems out there. The flu's out there. There's this RSV shit out there messing with people right now. The 1800th variant of COVID. I mean, who knows, dog? But I don't think it's COVID. It doesn't feel like anything. I mean... I'm just yeah. my throat hurt for like a day and now I'm just coughing it all up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this baby about to be here anytime soon. It happen right now in the middle of the podcast. It's supposed to so she's supposed to get induced Tuesday. So it can happen anytime. But she she says she feels like it ain't gonna happen to <laughs> my baby ain't here. She don't wanna come out. They don't wanna meet y'all yet. No. What else was going on this week? That man should not want too much. It's going to be getting warmer. Colder. That's pissing me off. Tell you that. I mean, Friday was. You ever had one of those days, bro, where like you just you just ain't feeling it? <laughs> like, I mean, I woke up Friday morning. I stubbed my toe already on a bad start. I was like, "Come on, man!" I go outside. I clean the snow, mind you. Like, I we had. If you guys aren't from the Midwest. Uh, well, probably most of the country now, huge snowstorm, blizzard, whatever. We got, I don't know, maybe six inches or something. It was, it's more in other places, but. That's what she said. So I, <laughs> so I had cleaned the snow. I go outside Friday morning and I find the one ice patch in my driveway and I start spinning and can't get out. So now I'm fucked. I'm pissed. Like my wife even came outside like, bro. And I'm like, dog, just don't even talk to me right now. (laughs) I back out of my driveway. And like, there's no, the house that's directly outside of my driveway is facing Mm -hmm. the opposite street. So like it's the corner house and their door is on the main street. So no one ever parks directly in front of my driveway. There's no house there. Like there's nothing literally there. So I'm pulling out and there's magically a car parked there. I probably was like an inch away from slamming into it. So now I'm just beyond heated. I'm like, today is not the day, but whatever. We're going to soldier on because that's what we do. And I need to make as much money as possible. So I get all the way to work. And I don't know, for whatever reason, I was even though I was having a tough morning, I walked past my shoes and I was like, man, I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to wear my blue and gray 13s today i was like i barely wear these i've worn them maybe five times i'm I'm gonna wear them today put them on like feeling good i love those shoes they always turn heads get to work sit on my desk probably about an hour in i'm like let me go talk to kyle about this kyle's one of my counterparts i get up bro and there's this cabinet next to my desk i've I've had it there for years. I've never kicked it. I've never walked into it. Never hurt me. Nothing. And I, as I get up to turn, my right foot slides underneath this cabinet, bro. And it like scratched the leather on my (laughs) shoe from the tip in the front to the shoelaces, my guy. Those are grass cutting shoes now. That's what I told my wife. I was like, it's done. I'm never wearing these again. I'm, she was like, you can't be serious. You could barely tell. I was like, dude, the leather is literally cut. Like you can see, you know, when you get cut with like a fence or something and it's like jagged, it's not like a smooth cut, but it was, it's like oh, real jagged across. Yeah. So that's what happened to the shoe. So I went and talked to Kyle. We we're talking about Madden, blah, blah, blah. I came back to my desk. I, I am my manager. 
And I was like, bro, the universe is telling me today ain't it. I'm out of here, bro. So I just left. <laughs> 11 o'clock, I put some PTO in, went to the bar with a couple of my reps who weren't feeling it either. We took a couple of shots of Crown Apple, ate some burgers, and said, yeah, today just ain't the day. I'm going to go. I'm going to listen to the universe. I'm going to have these shots, and I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah, man. Once you scuff up, once you once you wreck the Jordans, it's time to call 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 one. I mean, I have a bunch. I I collect thirteens, so like I have a bunch okay. of them, all different colors. But those are like my favorite pair, bro. I have I I bought them when they came out, and they sent me the wrong size, so I had to rebuy them again, my right size. I've worn them maybe five times, and now here we are. <laughs> Pissed. <laughs> So, man, uh, <laughs> oh man but let's get into it man so i texted you over the week of some interesting news and probably the reason james gunn is now the head of dc studios <laughs> so aquaman um was having screenings you know how they do screenings before the movies come out and allegedly these things are going awful and by awful, I mean people are walking out of the screenings before the movie's over. Yeah, you didn't hear about that with Justice League and Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> people regard those movies as terrible. So if those are terrible and no one walked out, this has got to be atrocious. <laughs> I just don't. got to be atrocious. I don't know, bro. Like, are those I was true? I, don't, I wasn't there. It's just what I'm seeing online. But, boy, if people are walking out of Aquaman, my guy. I'm pissed because I was looking forward to that movie. Now I don't even want to see it. But I never really go on what people say, but I mean, you don't I'll hear that a lot. You don't hear that a lot. How many times have you seen a review or something where people are like, people are walking out? And the screeners, like, you don't even walk out of screeners because you're seeing them first, man. You're getting, you're getting to see them before anybody. People don't normally walk out on screeners. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you give it a chance. <laughs> give it a chance. Yeah, give it a <laughs> chance. Be like, eh, you know, maybe they'll fix it. I'll, I'll see it through. And then I'll compare it to what actually comes out. And maybe they changed it, right? It can't be that bad. Somebody pissed me off and said the first Aquaman was like, what do they say? Fast and Furious and uh, Free Will. I don't know. They were <laughs> they were trash. I love the first movie, man. I don't <clears throat> but that, hey, that opens the door. Wait, or does it close the doors for my moment to be Lobo? Because that's been in talk. But like, if this movie's that bad, do you think they're going to save face and not deal with him anymore? Or? I don't know. I'm just looking on Twitter, bro, and there's like, um, so viewer Anon uh, on Twitter here, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I'll be honest, we're half a dozen test screenings in and not looking great. I've consistently heard over the last half a year or so that it's boring, not as good as the first one, and potentially one of the worst DCU movies of ever. <laughs> Jillian makes you sad, man, because number one, I like Aquaman. Number two, I like Jason Momoa. And then I know Black Manta's supposed to come back bigger and badder, you know what I'm saying, like he always does. And this movie sounds like it's washed. Uh, BLS, who is uh, verified on Twitter, but that that means a whole lot less these days than it used to. It's like the reason, there's a reason I've been avoiding any questions about Aquaman and The Last Kingdom, but since viewer Anon put it out there, brings me no joy to back them up and tell you that the test screenings for this film have not been good. Really hoping Juan fixes this movie before December. What? Yeah, people walking out, I've heard I've heard that something like that almost never happens in test screenings. Yeah, <laughs> never. People walked out, just Twitter, like, I hear it's up? terrible. Jeff Snyder. Jeff Snyder. I hear it's terrible, and that's why Momoa is going to be logable going forward. But they can't say that yet because then it would be a lame duck. And DC is hoping to wring another billion out of the box office. First one was awful, too, so not a huge surprise. Hey, whoever that is, I want to send him hate mail. Send me his email. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was not awful. Did you like the first one? I like the first one. I thought it was cool. It was just a grounded Aquaman. I mean, Aquaman's always got a ton of hate in general. He gets hate from people from the comic books. Like, 
Aquaman's a beast, though, bro. People just don't, you know, they think of the Super Friends, I guess, when they think of Aquaman or something, and it's not, that's not who he is. We gotta let that go. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) If you guys like Namor, he's better than Namor. Just so you guys know. Out there, all you non-comic book knowing people, okay? Aquaman ain't Super Friends Aquaman no, no more, okay? Just, it's incredible. I don't know if Staying this is true, but uh, apparently Momoa helped to write this sequel, and he wanted to use Aquaman's world and characters to tell a story about ending the destruction of Mother Earth by humans. So, um, yeah, we don't want no Save the Planet ass movie, <laughs> Momoa. You blew it, baby. Hey, one thing I'm going to tell you guys right now do not use comic books to push your agendas, at least in movies anyway. It ain't going to turn out very good. In the comic books, you can keep it there, man, but <clears throat> people ain't coming to see Momoa for that. I mean, the movie doesn't come out until December, so, like, they can... And this whole damn thing is CGI anyway, so, like... Just take your shirt off and look sexy, man. Don't be pushing your... They can change. Have... They can change. Dude, if he wears the comic book accurate costume, hey, I'm hey, so... He did. In the end of the first one, that was he was looking. I mean, but if he's like wearing it the whole time, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of time, man. They can they can change some stuff. They can change some stuff. And my boy Ocean Masters come back. His his costume was perfect. I'm talking about accurate, fire. But keeping it on the lines of uh, comic book movies, I heard uh, Tom Hardy confirms Venom Three is in pre production with Spider Man. I've never seen either of them, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I you already know I, I love Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. So, like, if it's true and he's in that movie, I'm all for it. My, I, I watch both. Wait, it's supposed to be Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man? Yeah. That's the universe that, that Venom is in. Oh, okay. I'm not going to watch these two movies. I mean, that they don't – I wouldn't say they suck. They're not great movies, but the first one's better than the second one, which is disappointing because – um, you can't have a PG thirteen carnage. It ain't working. It was it was disappointing. It was okay though. Like I I didn't leave the movie theater like God that movie sucked, but it, it was all right. It was all right. But it's breaking in money though. They're making a third, and, and Tom Hardy's still on board. So, but they have to get a Spider Man involved sooner or later here. Well, I especially mean, after especially after they did in the cutscene of the last one. Yeah, it makes sense that he hasn't been though, because all this has taken place in San Francisco. So like. Theoretically, you wouldn't yeah, have seen him anyway. Each other. Yeah, yeah, like you wouldn't not, have been over there no matter what. Swing all the way to San Fran and fight him. <laughs> so at least they got the that plot part right. We're like, well, even if Andrew Garfield's swinging around hidden shit, you wouldn't have seen him. And the after credit scene where um, the Venoms gain he's knowledge looking, across the multiverse. Yeah, so like, I he think wants the him, symbiote wants him. Yeah, the symbiote was intrigued by Spider-Man, so he's definitely going to go try to find them. That's interesting. Keeping hey, Hopefully, the symbiote leaves him for a little bit and attaches to Spider-Man. It has to happen. It has I, to I happen. hope so. And then, and then we'll get the Spider-Man on the chest, and then we'll get the webs out of the arms. Please do this right. If this is what you guys are doing, <laughs> you, will, you will redeem yourselves. Because that's the only reason I haven't seen Venom, because they just made up some made-up-ass story. And I don't go for that garbage. I don't do it. Yeah, I mean, eh, it was all right. I it still came from space, right? Like they were doing some yeah. stuff with it. But, but let's you know how, how how popular Venom actually is, though, because it had nothing to do with like the canon canon, and it's it was raking in money. Like people love Venom. Like he's he he could sell. I mean, if you if you think about um, anti heroes as a whole, Venom is a top three anti-hero in any comic oh, book. for sure. For sure. So, like, people just will flock to it. Spider-Man's yeah, top know, two, right? So, like... You know, me and you as fans, we love Venom, you know what I mean? But I didn't know what the general public was going to feel about it. And, and they ate it up. So, yeah. I, I, I love Venom. It's, it's a Spider-Man cool. effect when it comes to casual viewing, right? <laughs> right, like, right, anyone's right. Gonna watch, Everyone's going to watch Spider-Man, so we know we know Venom's from that world, so we got to check it out. Even if you were just someone going to the movie to for that, not caring about an extended universe, right? Just to have a good time. I get it. 
They don't suck. I think you'd probably sort of enjoy the first one. You won't like the second one. But watch them. Was that bad? It wasn't bad. It was just weird. I want I expected more like because of Woody being Carnage, like I just felt like it was a miss. Like it should have been way more it should have been more than what it was. Yeah, he should have been well, I haven't seen the movie, but like he should have been like 70% of the movie. Like when you make a movie and you have a villain or whatever, the villain should make the movie. And like the way you're talking, he didn't. I mean, that was probably equal, and he had some interesting things, but I don't know. Like, the climax of the movie just felt kind of cheap. Yeah. I didn't hate it, though. It was was cool. They were edging it? Huh? The climax wasn't good. They were edging? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) She definitely faked it. I mean, (laughs) she just told us what she wanted, what we thought, you know, we wanted to hear to get it over with. So you're, you're... You, yeah, I mean, you don't play. We both don't really play VR, but you really you usually know more about me than this. But I've seen the Resident Evil Four's remakes and have a VR mode, and it's gonna be free. Have you heard anything about that? Like, what's on the PlayStation VR? It's one of the launch titles. So when does that come out? Or is it is it it's out yet? right now? They came out this week on Tuesday. You still gonna get one or what? Are you doing, I don't know, man? man. So there's um. You don't play it though. That would be a big. That's my thing. So it's so it's five hundred and forty nine dollars for just the VR without a game. So if you can get the bundle. I think the bundle's six hundred bucks. I could be wrong. It's between five and six hundred dollars with or without a game. The the reviews are calling it the biggest step forward in VR that we've seen, which is very intriguing. They're saying this could be what propels people to want to use it more, but they don't think that it's going to sell. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, they because... slashed the projections by half of what they were expecting to sell for them. The pre-orders never sold out. But here's here's why I didn't get one. It's a lot of money. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just buy it, review it, and put it on our page to, you know, raffle it off or something. Because I'm not going to play it. You're right. I won't. I don't play VR like that. So I don't, I don't see myself being completely into it. But there's, aside from the price, there's Joy-Con issues. <laughs> There's one of the one of the right. I don't know what they call them. Not a Joy-Con. I just say that because Nintendo yeah. had these drift issues. But whatever their controllers called. Um, so they're kind of like little gloves. They have they wrap around your uh, kind of like the Oculuses are, but rounder. So they wrap yeah. around your hands. <laughs> okay. When you grab them, and they're having like issues with the joystick. So that's interesting because we already knew these joysticks were all a problem and for all of them i'm pretty sure they get them for the same place so like they all they all have joystick issues so that there's a 500 piece of equipment that you're already gonna be have an uphill battle to sell and that's an issue and then outside of that i don't have big hands like if you're watching us on video my hands are pretty little they're keyboard hands they're kind of feminine i would say they're not big but one of the reviews I've seen from folks is if you have big hands, not to get it because you like your hands won't fit on it. Like it's super I uncomfortable. Hands. I have huge hands. So they're like, <laughs> if you're a big handed person, you're going to not have a great experience. I, I don't think- know. I, I assume because they lowered the price on it, it's going to keep being lowered and I'll get it when it's cheaper. Of course, that means we're going to miss out on a review for the page, but dropping 600 bucks on something I'll play for 10 hours just to get enough content for is probably not the smartest idea. So yeah. I'm going to pass for now. I feel like the biggest miss, though, like you have to own a PlayStation to use it, right? You do. It has to be plugged. The, the power is coming from the PlayStation. That's, That's dumb. where most of it comes from. That's dumb. It's always going to be that way. Like the be- the bigger headsets, the best VR experiences, like – are all connected to something. The Oculus just lets you play smaller games and it's convenient. But the Oculus is an entry level VR system. Like that's the whole point of it. Like the better VR yeah, headsets are either connected to a computer, which is way more expensive. You're talking two thousand yeah. dollars for a computer that yeah, can run cash it. Cashing out and selling. You know what I'm saying? Like that thing ain't gonna sell. They're gonna pump because if okay, so it has to be on the PlayStation. If you're a PlayStation player, you're not playing VR. Number one, number two is like buying a whole other system. You already spent five hundred on the PS Five. Yeah, it costs more. It costs yeah, more than the PlayStation. 
know what I'm saying? So you need you need that expensive system. You need to buy this is more expensive. You can only play if it's on that system. You're putting yourself in the smallest box ever to make money. It's, it's stupid. I mean, you can only buy it through PlayStation.com right now. I don't. I haven't seen that at any See? stores. If they would have had it at Target, I probably would have bought it. To be honest, everything but... we're talking about is negative. Negative. <clears throat> make the money anyways. Like if you want to make money, you, they're putting themselves in the smallest box ever. You know what I'm saying? So like, for the positive that I've seen, well, you're right, right? Like I, it's hard for me to buy it. I have to buy it online for it to get it. I think because I've checked at like different stores and I haven't. Online, I don't even find a landing page for it, so it's not like I could just buy it. Um, it costs more than a PlayStation costs. If you have a digital PlayStation, it costs one hundred and fifty dollars more than your PlayStation costs, which is insane. Um, there's controller issues for more than enough people for me to mention it. Like on Reddit, there's a decent amount of Reddit posts talking about it. So there's issues. That aside. The reviews for, and this is typical of Sony, Gran Turismo at the launch of anything they make, they make Gran Turismo look the best and feel the greatest. The reviews for Gran Turismo are saying, like, if you're into VR in any shape or form, or even if you're not and you play this, you'll be a believer. So I can see that, though, like feeling like you're in a car and. But then say you like that immersion, right? Say that you're into it. I, I've done this before. I play video, I play Forza. I've bought a racing wheel before, been in it. Say you want that full immersion to feel like you're in a car. Now I don't, I don't, if I'm in there, I'm not gonna want the controllers. I'm gonna want a steering wheel. I'm gonna want pedals because now I want the full experience like I'm in yeah. the car. So here goes another three hundred dollars because I'm gonna have to go get a whole steering wheel with a kit. Like that's just I mean, now we're talking fifteen hundred bucks. To feel the true experience. My son wants a wheel so bad. I'm like, first of all, yeah, nowhere to put it, dude. Nowhere to put it. So they have stands. <laughs> I bought one. And then, oh, okay. And I don't want to buy him a cheap one. Like, okay, what we were just talking before the pod, people are talking about gaming chairs. It's like either you're at the hundred. Well, I don't think there's any chairs that are hundred. So about 150, 175 price point for a chair that's going to not last you a year, depending on your. Well, I'm a bigger guy, so. It definitely wouldn't last me a year. Because <laughs> Brian gave me a hand-me-down one, and then it was already a little messed up, and then my yep. fat ass busted the bitch down. So I bought this one right here. This is about $300, and that's where it goes. It goes from, like, 150 180 pieces of garbage to $300. You know what I'm saying? There's, and and you want that $300 because that's going to be the best ones. That's the same thing with the wheels. I was looking at yeah. the steering wheels. My son wants one. My girl's like, oh, here's one for like 70 bucks. I was like, nah, that's trash. That thing is trash. Don't want that. You don't want that. But then you look at the next one. It's like 150 $200. There's no. Yeah, medium. the LG ones, the LG steering wheels are decent. So there's different um, technology behind them. I'm not super like versed on it, but there's one that has bands. So when you're inside of it, it's a band and you feel the oh, resistance so that way. Oh, that's and then there's that's another bad. one that's more like digital and it fakes it. So one's, the bands I think are more expensive than the other one, but that's why the price jump happens. So like the LG one that costs typically around 250 is decent. Thrustmaster's probably a bigger name. I've had two Thrustmaster wheels that are crazy. Um, and they're fun. They're just, again, between 250 and $400. <laughs> For a peripheral or an accessory, you know, to play a game you've already spent $600 on. So it's, yeah. it's one of those things. The gaming chairs, though, it's funny. So I work in an office. I sit down all day. So my office chair, I can sit in a, at work. I can sit in my chair for the entire day, not get up and not be tired, sore, nothing. So I'm like, how is that even possible? So I asked the lady at work. Like, hey, how can I buy one of these chairs? Because <laughs> I was like, I need one of these chairs for the game room. If that's the case, I never get tired of sitting in it. So she's like, yeah, I'll connect you with, you know, our vendor or whatever to see. Turns out the chair is like an $800 chair. So I was like, so, well, why does it cost that much money? So I started looking into it. So chairs, so office chairs and gaming chairs, they have ratings. They have like a seat rating for how long you can sit on the chair. <laughs> so like, oh. 
it goes from like one to two hours, which is your typical $150 gaming chair, to eight plus hours, which are your $800,000, $1,500 chairs. And it, it, it matters because so when I gave hey, you I the other you. chair, so the chair I'm sitting in right now is actually from Office Max and it's a Shaq owns it. So Shaq owns the brand. It's for big and tall people. So it's legitimately designed for fat folks like us and tall people. Like it's a huge chair. So it's a, it's not a gaming chair, but it looks like it, it, it plays the part. So it's like in the mid tier, it costs like 550 bucks. But the, I can sit in it for six or seven hours and it doesn't really bother me. So like what you you get what you pay for. I don't know what the tech I'm sure there's technology that goes into that feeling, but I wish I could buy the chair I sit in at work, bro. It's short, like it doesn't have this big back part right here. It's yeah. a lot shorter, but my God can I sit in that thing the entire day. It's wild. This one one has a back massager in, but I lost the extension piece. You have to plug it into your computer. <clears throat> and it has a back massager in it, but I lost the extender. It was short anyways, but, <laughs> so I never used it. Maybe if they made it longer, I would use it. But I could sit in this bad boy for quite a bit of time. Yesterday, I sat in it about uh, eight, nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, so that's, bro. that's the why. Hey, one of your favorite games, Destiny 2, Lightfall launch trailer. Oh. <laughs> They're still going with this, man. Listen. If you are still playing Destiny, I'm gonna I'm gonna get closer to the mic so you hear this loud and clear. If you are still playing Destiny, you are one of the most masochist people that exist, in my opinion. <laughs> they literally charge you for the same map in reverse, and you continue to play this game. I don't understand, bro. Once they did that to me in the first Destiny, I was like, oh, no, nah. oh, no. Nah. They, they got to be raking in some bucks. Over no, I mean, people still play it. My cousin Andy played it for a long, long time. I think he just bailed on it. But it's still going. It's a service. People enjoy People enjoy it. But I just feel like what at some point, you got to get bored. There's not that much shit to do. They only do raids for a certain amount of time before another season. And legit, it looks the same to me. Like, enlighten us. Like, this is controversial probably for some of you. So enlighten us. Come to the comments. Hit us up on TikTok. Explain <laughs> to us why you enjoy this game. Maybe I'll give it a try. Not likely, but maybe. Um, I played Destiny 1. Once they ripped me off on that DLC, I was like, oh, no. Destiny 2, my cousin got it. He was like, come on. So I caught it on sale. I probably played that game for 10 hours and was like, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm not I'm not doing it. But more DLCs abound. What's it called? Like lightness some shit? Darkness some shit? Yeah, uh, something light. Yeah. I, I, I never, I played Destiny for a little bit and it just wasn't it for me either. What is it? Uh, expansion or is it a DLC? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a DLC. I think, oh, expansion? I would assume that's what it's called. Okay, so when did the PS4 come out? Ten years ago? PlayStation's been out. The PS5 has been out for three years. Thirteen years ago? Yeah, probably 12, 12-ish. Let me ask the public and other people. Why are people still having a problem with games requiring an online connection? They 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 did this 10, 13 years ago. Because the new Suicide Squad game. It requires an online connection because it's a, um, a live service game, and people are. Uh, who is not? Um, do, who, what are you doing? What are you talking about here? It I came out that's November of twenty thirteen, so nine and a half years ago. About. I was reading this article, and I'm like, "What? I've been playing online since you had to put a little thing on the back, and my stuff's been online. Who? Who is having problems with their system being online?" Like how how is this a problem to people? How how is this a big deal? I don't know. And if you play, we're using Destiny as an example. Destiny has to be online the whole time. Nobody complains about that. <laughs> I think it just matters on the the core demographic that you're targeting for your game. So like multiplayer games or gamers understand that this is a necessity. And if you're playing Suicide Squad and you're intending to play it by yourself, then you you don't want that. It doesn't matter to you. You're never going to co-op anyways. 
But I heard that Suicide Squad is going to be like a live service type thing, like Destiny. Like, Destiny's on what? Six, year six expansion. This game's been out for six years, which means it's more like it's a service. It's more like WoW, right? War of Worldcraft, where they want to continue building onto it. Um, I mean, Apex is an example of that now. We're on year four or five of Apex. Like, they're just games that continue to build on and you just keep playing. But if the Suicide Squad is like that, there's people that will probably be annoyed because you want to play it by yourself. Like, but if it's a live service, that means they're going to nickel and dime us for all kinds of stuff. So, we'll yeah. See. Hey, but I think I'm sold on it. This person just said it's a blend of Batman Arkham Knight and the flow of action like Sunset Overdrive. I'm sold. <laughs> Both those games are, are dope. Well, I don't know about this last one. I'm hearing a lot of bad things about this last Batman game. Uh, Gotham? <laughs> that's what you do when you take Batman out of the... Yeah, that wasn't a... That's not from the same team. It was a... It's not a Batman game. You know, it's... Well, a, yeah, but you can't sell a... I don't know. I thought, <laughs> I it, was thought cool. it was bad from the jump. When I heard... I played Porsche. it. Well, sure, but that's that, us. <laughs> but if we're talking about the general consensus of people, you can't make a Batman family game and not have Batman in it. People are going to say it's trash just based on that. I mean, they've been doing that shit on TV now. Like you have, you know, you had the Gotham show that a lot of people enjoyed. It was before Bruce, you know, it's all about Gordon and the CPD or the GPD. Yeah. What else? That, that, um, that's different, though. That That's different. You're, you're going on. You're, if that's like a cop show. You know what I'm saying? You're not like, hey, here's um the Nightwing Batgirl Red Hood show. People are like, I don't want that. I mean, they're I doing that on the CW right now. Gotham Knights is a show on CW. I I don't know if it's out, but I know it was coming this year. I get I get the allure. And at DC, they want to expand it. That's why, what were we talking about last week? Well, then get away from Batman stuff. Expand somewhere else. Because if you have anything to do with Batman people or Batman, and he's not in it, it's gonna bomb. No, well, that's what I mean. They want to focus more on the Bat family. Like that's why we'll probably get a full blown Nightwing, and we'll get. Well, then we should have got the Batwoman movie DC. <laughs> Batgirl. How bad man. had that movie had to have been for them to pull it? But dude, Brendan Fraser was a bad guy, and he said the movie looked good. He said he don't know why they pulled it. I don't know, man. For them to pull a movie that was that far along in marketing, and they probably thought they were going to lose a gazillion dollars. It probably was awful. Well, then why don't they dump Aquaman? Because that sounds like they're about to lose a billion dollars. <laughs> hey, just did that and start making Lobo. Like, hey, this over here. Because... There's time. There's time to fix it. They got eight months. Nine months. Oh, okay. They yeah, have yeah, nine that... months to fix it. That, if they time. want to. Otherwise, you just bury it. They got some time. They got some time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you said something about Peter Parker saying some off the off script stuff today or this week in comic book world. Yeah. So if you're if you if you're like me, I've talked about this before. I when it comes to comic books, when it comes to characters, I don't like anything different. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds terrible, but that's what comic books usually that's are. Terrible. Anyway, Brian hates that about me. I hate that about myself sometimes, too, because I don't read a lot of new stuff or get into it because they try to switch just little things. But so Mary Jane has been Peter Parker's love interest forever. I don't know what um, you should look up that issue for people that was like, but there's there's even a there was a huge issue when Spider-Man and Mary Jane got married. And on the cover, they had like tons of people from Marvel. I wonder what issue that is. I might just want to own it just to own it because that cover is sick. But Mary Jane's been Spider-Man's love interest, Peter Parker's, forever. And we all know that. But in his newest uh, comic book, um, this is what Spider-Man says about Mary Jane. Probably people that don't read whatever, but he's talking to Black Cat. And he says, uh, Mary Jane has been a part of my life for a long time. More than a part. But she's more like a sister. And Black Cat was like, no. He's like, best friend? She was like, better. But he was like, I love her. I always have, and a part of me always will. But I think love, the love has changed, you know, like capital L to lowercase or the other way around, whichever makes sense. So Mary, he's no longer in love with Mary Jane. And he's been in love with Mary Jane since, uh, I don't know, the 70s, 60s, whenever that book came out. So that, that's a big, it's a big change right there. I don't like it. 
<laughs> so it's interesting because they could have gone about that. So people fall in and out of love all the time, right? So like I just <laughs> the the choice of words in that strip seems awful to me. <laughs> like a sister? Like uh what? Like the history there? You could have said anything, like, but a sister? Even the um, side love interest, black cat is like, huh? Like what? Well, he's like I best mean, friend. MJ he's like MJ's not really his first love anyways. Um, no, it was Gwen Stacy. Yeah, so Gwen was Gwen was his first love to begin with. But MJ is who the, the general people know. It's who we've known the longest has his love interest, his wife. Because well, Gwen Stacy died. You know so, like, it's kind of weird. I'm interested to see who what new direction they go into with that though if any right he might just be solo and trying to not have any ties to anything um but that's that's a very weird weird choice of words <laughs> um yeah you know she's like my sister <laughs> what <laughs> that's that's interesting yeah then then the, the move well i mean comic books are usually tied in you know Go along with the movies and stuff like that, but there's so many different iterations. Spider Man, the amazing Spider Man, Ultimate Spider Man. Oh, speaking of Ultimate, popping in my head, Ultimate Avengers. Were you a fan? Not a fan? Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Um, what I am interested in is though, is I think that's where you're going with it. What I posted is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, because I sir, I said Ultimate, and boom, popped in my head, Ultimate Avengers, because I liked. I liked a little bit of it. I thought the new cost the, the new costumes were pretty cool. Um, Ultimate Hulk was a problem. He was <laughs> a, a problem. Problem. <laughs> if you guys never seen it, while we're talking about this, uh, chance um, there was a there's the um, uh, animated movie Ultimate Avengers. Watch it. Good, st- really good, good stuff. So I like that a lot. <laughs> I'm super excited for it. It's a small run. I think it's a six episode run or a six. Not episode, but you know, issue. Issue. Um, why I'm more excited about it is because Jonathan Hickman's right is gonna write it. So he's one I'm of the in, best, and he he relaunched the X Men with Dawn of X. So I'm in. Like I'm I'm in. In let's make it happen as soon as it. Co- I'm gonna go put it on my shelf at the comic book store. Like yo, pull these for me when they come out, because I'm for sure gonna be in it. I like the uh, costumes. Like everything. Just yeah. Seemed, it just they just look modern like more modern right yeah like, i feel like captain america now in comic books was pulled from from that run because it's a lot more fine form there's no yeah. ears nothing his suit now looks a lot like the ultimate suit i think thor it'd have been cool if they put thor's ultimate thor's ultimate suit is fire too he has like those uh six balls like on his chest i didn't like the ant-man suit at all but i don't know if he's ant-man in the ultimate i think it's just giant man maybe so they had sure. um, Thor wore that suit in one of the movies in Ragnarok, I think. He did? Yeah. Like when he came on a bridge and he was fighting Hela, I'm pretty sure he had the the suit with the six circles. Okay, yeah, I got to go back and uh, <clears throat> check that out. The only thing I like about that run, like I said, was is uh, um, Giant Man or Ant-Man. So I can't remember if he was Ant-Man. I just, I know he got big a lot in the, in the, in the books and movies. I don't know if, if it was just Giant Man at the time. But, uh, <clears throat> Hulk, Hulk grabbed, I mean, he grabbed the Hulk, I think, and his Hulk broke his ass down. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk broke his big ass down. <laughs> I mean, I am just looking at some of the drawings. Iron Man looks fire. He has like a gray and red suit. Hulk yeah. looks crazy. Miles. Um, they have this version, uh, the newer version of Xavier, which didn't exist back in that run. So that'll be interesting. I think it's going to be cool. I'm excited for it. Brian Hitch, Jonathan Hickman. I was an X-Men. How was the X-Men? How's the X-Men run going? I'm slowed down. I'm still reading them. It's not it's just like anything. It starts getting so convoluted because they just keep adding and adding. It's so I always say sideways. that like, issue of this and issue of that. I always say that about comic books, man. And when you get a run like you're reading, it starts getting like that. I mean, Read. I buy them all. I have all of them, but it's it's interesting, man. You gotta start picking like I like the new mutants have never been my thing, but I'm I'm on a mission to connect every single X-Men issue from the dawn of X moment. And I have, I think, 95 percent of them. 
So I buy them, I read them, I sleeve them up. Sometimes I don't even read them. I'll sleeve them up right away and read them on the app on Marvel Unlimited. But like, I don't care about the new mutants. Like, you know, there's just certain things I don't, I don't don't necessarily care about. And that kind of ended, they rebooted it, but the Marauders has been interesting. Um, Sins of Sinister is a new like event happening. That's cool. Um, I mean, they, they've lost, they've lost some, it's a new team writing it. It's, I won't say it sucks. It's just, it's definitely dropped off. So We'll see a new iteration of it soon. They, this is probably like our fourth time that not a full reboot, but kind of like a new spin on it. We'll see. Dude, if I had like a wish list for comic books that they would do that they never done, uh, more than anything, I think this would be the coolest book. Gambit and Rogue, like together. I think you can go on a nice long run with that because their powers complement each other very well. She's super strong and flying, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that would be dope if they, and then they're loved, you know what I'm saying? She can't touch him without messing him up, you know what I'm saying? But he don't care, he, you know, he loves her. I think that, I think there's a lot of, there would be a lot of cool, cool things that could go with that book. If they came out with that book, I would, I would, I would definitely pick that up. I, I love Gambit, but he's never been a mainstay for whatever reason, because he's one of the most popular characters, period. I love him. In comic books, he had his own run for a while. I don't know if you ever ran, read any of that. I probably want to look into that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Has some 007 vibes to it and stuff because he was a thief before he got with the X Men and everything. So he uses a lot of that. I read a couple issues of that. <laughs> I love Gambit too. Not as much as you, obviously. But so right now, they I'm a little behind. I still buy them. I'm just behind on the reading list. But he has his own book. Um, and because of the reincarnation and there's some traveling around, like he has met Storm in her younger self and he is training her in the ways of being a thief, you know, in different parts of the world. And, his own book right now? Yeah. And showing her I'm buying it. Showing her different aspects, right? Uh pretty sure it's just called Gambit. The cover of the first one is really cool. Nope. It has like a a small She's probably like 11 or 12, maybe 13 at the most storm. So she's like real hip with the kind of ball. Yeah. And then um, whatever. uh, Yeah. So you start meeting some of the folks that from his past lives in there. It was an interesting run. I don't know how long he got in. I probably read six of them, but they were still coming out. Okay. I didn't know. You probably told me and I was like back listening to like. So with um, we you know, we had a couple things there. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. The last episode of The Last of Us. What'd you think? So, not every episode needs to be action packed. <laughs> so a lot of people are like, "Yo." It's a slower episode, but it is on purpose. I enjoyed it. I thought it served what it needed to do. It got us through a time jump. I loved it. We got to the the West Coast now. They found Tommy, which was a very important part of what they were trying to do. Um, And we really start to see Joel's connection to Ellie and how it's impacting him physic- emotionally and physically. Mission accomplished. Another good, great episode. I thought it was really good. I think uh, I really well. I hope they double down on this and go the reverse way. But he was um, he didn't believe in himself. He started not to believe in himself anymore. You know what I'm saying? And you don't think he could do it. And you know, obviously he was going to do it anyway. But you know, you get to that point where he's like, "Hey man, I need you to take this girl. Telling him why. Telling him he can't do it no more." You know what I'm saying? And then and then in the game, they didn't go into too much depth like that 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 you said. (laughs) Yeah, that scene with like I don't know what or whatever, like, dude, I haven't had a show make me feel so much all the time. Like, dude, like like, when he was playing to his brother, he was almost in tears and shit. I was like, like I was feeling it. I'm like, because I get like, you know, I think everyone can get like that when you're like. I, I, I can't I can't do it. I can't, I can't fucking do it. There's days I wake up, I'm like, I, I can't. So when he was talking about that, I was like, whew. You know what I'm saying? They that whoever they that show 
people, if you think it's just like a, a outbreak show or whatever you think of it, you, you're wrong, man. There's, there's love, there's emotion, there's action. Like I, like I said, and I'm double down on that. I think it's made the best show ever made. I mean, it's, it's up there. <clears throat> and then, yeah, so that scene in the well, that he has with Tommy. Um, not in the game, but very impactful. He's definitely so he's scared. He's scared to fail her or to lose her. He doesn't want to lose another daughter again. And he they've been together so long now, we're talking about months. So he's clearly getting attached to her. And she's attached to him, right? In the game, they do have that. So he says he wants Tommy to take her, and he wants to basically cut her loose. Tommy's gonna take her. Ellie overhears. Um, and the bedroom scene uh, where she's like, you're going to abandon me anyways or whatever. Like that's from the game, but they put their own spin on it. And again, super impactful, uh, really emotional moment where he understands it's not just him that's attached, but she doesn't want him to let her go either. So now it and makes it more the, interesting. There's more at stake. This is a two-part emotional shit for me, man, because at the end <clears> – <throat> When so um spoilers if you guys have watched show you need to watch the show we spoil it every week anyways but every week <laughs> when he gets when he gets stuck I didn't know that he got stabbed because like I said I didn't play too much single player I was like she was like look and he looked down he was he was stuck you know what I'm saying some dude stabbed him with a broken piece of a bat and then he pulls it out starts bleeding out they jump on the horse together and then he falls off and he's like dying or whatever and she's like. Like don't like don't go. She's like, what the fuck am I gonna do without you? Like, you yeah, know what like, I'm saying? I can't make it by myself. And so sad. I was like, oh my god. And then I have a daughter too. I'm just thinking, you know, like man, they just keep bringing it. Like every week. Like I don't care about the action or whatever. Like just the show is just amazing. And I got the feels twice at the end of the episode. It ended. I was like, oh man. You know what I'm saying? Like they they bring it. They they bring I mean, it good. And dude is one of the best did. actors. Period, man. Period. Jonathan Majors and then Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal. <laughs> Those are the top two in the game right now, man. They're untouchable. They're so dope, man. So I think this episode did different than other zombie shows is establishing that community that really thrives on each other. So like when again, bad with names, but when Tommy's wife mentions is walking them through the town and Joe's like, so this is like communism. And then J Tommy's like, no, 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 it's not that at all. And she's like, it's actually, it is like that. This is exactly what it is. And you seen Tommy never put that together in his head. Like it was like, you see what he did. He like to him. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. But that thriving nature that can only happen there. And it seems like everyone can treat that way. There's no, there's no ill will towards anyone. Everyone's elected. And they've been functioning for a while now. It's been 20 years or so, right? Tommy's been there for a while, for years. So it's a functioning society. And Joel and Ellie both feel like that's where they need to come back to later when they're done with their trip. But it, it was cool watching, to see. They're watching movies and they, like, they have farms and animals and stuff like that. That place, <clears throat> that place is dope. <clears throat> I never knew about it. And when I seen it, I was like, that's the place to be right no, there. For sure. They got a big, that big ass wall. There ain't nothing. The mountains are around them and the walls are in front of them. There ain't nothing coming in and out of there unless you let them in and out of there. And then that well, town so survives, you, survives for a long time. So you told me that, are, are you for sure the next episode is going to be about DSC or you yeah. think they're going to pass oh, it? It is for sure. The previews for this next episode is all about Ellie and her friend going into the mall and how she got bit, basically. Like what happened? Oh, okay. So we're going to so see, we'll probably see her scavenging some to find something to help Joel to stop the bleeding or to like get him better so he can get up and they can move. But it'll be a lot of flashbacks around how she ended up in the mall, who her friend was, how she got bit, what happened in the mall. That's all. I call it the DLC episode. That It's what it is. That's a, It was a DLC for the first game. Yes, I'm 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 super excited for for tomorrow. Okay, I can I cannot wait. A lot of people didn't even play the DLC. It came out significantly after the game did. It was like because that game was out for a while. It came out on 
PS3, then it relaunched again on PS4 when the PS4 came out. And it was like 4K at that point. So I replayed it a second time. And I think I can Google it, but I'm pretty sure the DLC didn't come out until it was on the PS4. So it was one of those things, which is interesting. I, I'm so, dude, it's can't miss TV for me. Like, I rarely watch a show when it airs. Like, I always will DVR it. I'll, I have YouTube TV. I'll watch it at some point. But even knowing kind of where this story's going, I, I cannot not watch it. <laughs> like, I, at eight o'clock, I am in front of my TV and I have to watch it because I don't want no one to tell me about it. I don't want to like read about it. right. I don't want to read about it. I don't want. I don't want to miss that initial reaction or emotion to the episode. And that that hasn't happened to me in a long time. Like I, HBO pumps out great shows. Game of Thrones was good to me until the last season. Like it's weird in a binge worthy world where we always binge everything on Netflix and Amazon. Like you don't have to wait. You just watch on a week to week episode people still will wait to watch that episode or they'll record all of them and watch it all at once. Like I, I can't for this show. I had to watch it when it's happening. Okay. It's so crazy. Before we get to the um, interesting, this is one thing I wanted to hit up for sure, because I know you got one and I know a lot of people are on the fence about it. I wanted you to talk a little bit about the dual sense. I'm reading about it right now. It's finally available on Amazon now. So, I made some videos. If you guys are interested, there's an unboxing video on the DualSense controller on the edge. Um, there's also a video on how to set it up, how to go through the settings and change some of the stuff. I think we've talked about this a little bit in the past. Um, I didn't make a necessarily a comparison video. Uh, what I'll repeat again for you guys is if you don't own an Xbox or a computer and you don't know what an Xbox Elite controller is, the PlayStation controller is going to be amazing to you. <laughs> like there's nothing to compare it to other than like regular scuff controllers. And you're going to play it and you're going to be like, yo, this is worth every penny. It is awesome. I love it. What are these things, Brian? I'm looking at a picture of it. There's like, like things on the, like right below the joysticks. So what those are the... function. Those are function keys on the bottom. So okay. they're like extra buttons. So if I press it, I can make any of the other buttons do a second function. So, like, if I press that and triangle, it can do something else that triangle wouldn't do. So you can program it to do that. You can so also... You have to press it back on and off, though, to get regular triangle back? Yeah. Then That's you can cool. also... That's cool. That's cool. You can also change the... Uh, you know how Xbox has the middle button where you change the profile on the yeah. controller? So yeah. you can set up the function buttons to change the profile on the controller. What's oh, cool about cool. it is when you press it, if you have it, if you don't turn it off on the PlayStation screen while you're playing, it'll tell you the name of the profile and what it is. Xbox doesn't do that. So like if I'm playing Madden and I switch to Call of Duty and I change the profile on the top, it'll pop up. It'll be like profile number two, Call of Duty. So I know I'm on the right one. So it's interesting. Yeah, yeah because on... Um... On this controller, you have to press that middle button. It goes to the three. Yep. But you have to know what the three are. Yeah, you got to know what the color, what the slots are. Dude, one, two. I've hit that mid game before, and my buttons are working. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I had to look down. I was like, "Oh, I'm not even on the right set." And I was playing some game. I was like, "This ain't none of the none Listen, of the so, I got there." I think it's too see? expensive. I do think maybe 150 bucks would be the right price point for it. At that price, I think it would be legit. But the Elite controller still stands in a class of its own. It's just it's just better. It feels it feels better. Now, if you've never played Xbox, the, the DualSense controller is their best controller. Like by far, the PS5 controller feels better than any controller they've ever made. So you'll yeah, love so it, man. If you have a if you have an Elite controller, you're playing on computer, I wouldn't spend a two hundred on it unless you're like me and wanna See yes. what it's like personally. Someone said this for an elite controller. This one is a joke, especially for the price point. <laughs> yeah, it's too expensive. Outside of that, I think it's it's cool. It does some innovative things. You can switch the Joy Con or the I keep saying Joy Con the, the analog the, sticks. 
this is they're cool. only um, twenty bucks. The mod yeah, is only yeah. twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. That's, that's so cool. that's a that's a super plug. Instead of having to ship the whole controller. Yeah. No. Yeah. Buy a new analog stick that. and keep it moving. Yeah. I like, I I like it. I'm mad that I, I won't say I'm mad. I prefer the elite, and because of that, the PlayStation controller is not going to get used that much. And it cost me two hundred dollars. <laughs> so, like, you know, what I'm saying it's not it's not a smart purchase for me. But if you're just a PlayStation player and you have some spare change, which I don't recommend right now, as the economy's shaky. But if you want to spend two hundred bucks on a controller, I don't think it's the worst investment that you can make at this point. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> That's good. Um, what did I want to say? Speaking of Elite mm. and Microsoft, um, New Deal signed with Nintendo to bring Microsoft mm. games over to the Nintendo Switch. Or at this point, the Nintendo Switch 2, which are pro, whatever the hell comes out sooner. <coughs> so Call of Duty, this is all happening because the government of different parts of the world, not just here, are questioning Microsoft's acquisition of Activision. Um, and Mike and Sony's doing all it can to prevent it from happening. <laughs> so Microsoft is trying to show that it will be good for consumers. And I think it will. I think Microsoft is transitioning to being yep. a software company, not a console company. So eventually you're going to see Xbox games on PlayStation at some point. It's just going to happen. You're not going to need an X. I don't need an Xbox to play Xbox games right now. I can log into my TV and play Game Pass games just with a controller and no Xbox. It's amazing. Best value in gaming by far. I say that all the time. If you listen to us, it's true. Game Pass, best investment you can make if you're a gamer. That being said, um, bring in Call of Duty is the game that gets mentioned the most. So like bring it. I don't even know if there's an audience for Call of Duty on a Switch. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how many Switch players would be like, hmm, I want to play Call of Duty. Let me boot up the good old Switch to play Call of Duty. I don't think that's a that will be a thing. But they own more than that. It's Activision Blizzard. There's a shit ton of games that they would make available, I would think. Um, so it's interesting. What, what did come out of that, though, was Microsoft was taking receipts, my guys. So they came out there and Sony was like, this is anti-competitive, blah, 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 blah. So Microsoft owns a bunch of studios just like Sony does. They came up there, bro, with like a folder. Dog. It was crazy. It was like out the movie of somebody, a hot drop moment. And they're talking about it. And Microsoft's executive is like, if you want to talk about like what is um, exclusive and not, right let's talk about it yeah so xbox has something like i'm throwing a number out there i can't remember the exact number but they have like 60 games that are cross-platform that they own the studios that they're on playstation or on nintendo or on other places other than xbox how many do you think sony has none it's like five <laughs> so like i mean it's it's interesting, and it was one of those moments for the first time where they were like, where I was like, yeah, that, that's tough. Like, See, it's tough. To, and this wrong with double back to the, the VR headset. PlayStation's putting themselves in a box. Xbox is blowing the damn box open. They don't live in a box anymore. They want to get as many people their product as possible, and they're doing that in a very smart way. They're going to get money from Nintendo. They get money from PlayStation people. They get money from computer people. They're like, yo, we're we're doing this, you know what I'm saying? And they're not putting themselves in the box. And he's, and and you're seeing it. And Sony's scared. They know they've they, they, Sony's put themselves in the box, and they got no way out. I Xbox mean, Call of Duty's a seller. I I think so. Call of Duty or Activision and Sony had a deal in place for exclusive content and like content that would exist on PlayStation first for a, a timed exclusive. They call it. And I think that deal runs out at the end of this year or next year. And combine that with Microsoft purchasing Activision Blizzard. Now, the reality is 
Sony's selling more consoles, but if Microsoft owns it and flips that script where I have exclusive shit on Xbox, that could be a needle mover for them where like PlayStation is not the go-to place to play Call of Duty anymore. You know, like it would be yeah. Xbox and that that's scary. Yeah, but the whole thing like you're saying, their online stuff sucks. I would play my I would play my Switch a lot more if their UI was like an Xbox or a PlayStation, where they had a, they had a headset that performed well, where they're in where they're um they had party lobbies all that stuff. They don't have none of that stuff. It's garbage. Their thing is garbage. Because I would happily because I love playing Nintendo games, but it's hard for me to get away from my Xbox because I play multiplayer games. I like to stream and stuff like that, and there's no spot for me to do any of that over there with Nintendo. Now it seems like they, they are, but then they're gonna have to come out with a lot more things to do with that. Like Call of Duty, I don't want to play Call of Duty on there because number one, they don't have um, a good headset, um, the party system, the friend system, all the UI problems they have. They can, they're gonna have to do a full overhaul if they want to get people on on you know on board to play these these games that are gonna be coming from that acquisition. And I don't, I don't, I just don't know about all that. I mean, I think their, their strategy has always been to keep kids safe. So I don't see the chat system changing, but like we chat on call of duty in game. We chat on Fortnite in game. We play with my brother on there all the time. He's on the switch. So like, you don't, as long as the game chat works properly, I don't need a party. That's that. But there are headsets that work like my, so my steel series, this is the steel series. I'm showing the camera y'all. If you're listening, this is the 7P. It's a PlayStation specific 3D audio steel series headset. This headset works on a on a switch. It has a USB-C connector. I just plug it straight in to the switch either on the bottom or on the dock. And it works like in, like it does on a PlayStation. So oh, okay. I mean, there are there's just no like Nintendo doesn't care about uh, they just don't it just seems anyways, they don't care about that. They don't care about that feature. So I get it. But the headset works. You know, the controller, the pro, the the Nintendo Pro controller feels Xbox-ish. Like, I like it. I think it's a good controller. It's, it's I bought, nice. um just recently, I bought the, the GameCube-style controller. Fire. That's my favorite controller of all time. I think it was ergonomically made perfect. Like, the top buttons, your fingers go in the grooves, and it's just, it's a beautiful controller to me. The no, best that's one. Fine. My, my wife was like, you should buy it, because there's a... I got the Mario one. So there's a K like a grip because I play I play the Switch mostly handheld. I don't play it on a TV. So I have like a grip from Stripe, I think it's called. But they have a grip now that the handles and it's it has the um, GameCube controller built into the grip. So you just put the Switch into it and then it's on there. So she was like, you should get that. I was like, yeah, I probably will cop it. Be interesting. For sure. Be fun, fun, fun. Any plans uh, for your first week as a three-time father? Like, what's the plan when you get back? Um, They're telling me that they'll pay me like 60% of my um, normal pay or whatever, and I could take like six weeks off. I think I'm going to take all of it off. <laughs> That's my plan. <laughs> to do nothing and, but help my girl raise raise the baby. I mean, that's my important to spend some time. I wish, I wish we got worry. full paid time off for paternity leave. My new child ain't going to stop nothing. We still going to be going. You might hear a baby <laughs> crying in the background. We still going to be going. Yeah, so you guys are supposed to have it on Tuesday. That's going to be fun. Junior yes, excited? Sir. Junior got to be huh? excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Both both my kids are they're excited for sure. I raised them that way, man, just to be loving and accept everything, man. So my, So it's... Things gonna be awesome, dude. I can't wait. I want to see what she looks like, man. There's always that excitement. Like, I don't know what she looks like. I want to see what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so I was Hope talking to like one of your buddies when we were gaming, and this is gonna take a left turn for some of you guys, but uh, we were talking about Ray having a kid, and um, he was like, "Man, there's." He was like, "You should think about it," and I was like, "Nah." He was like, "There's no greater feeling than, you know, holding something that you made." I I understand that, right? Like, I get that. That probably is a very unique feeling. I, I'm i just selfish, to be honest. Like, I, you know what else is a great feeling? Waking up when I want to wake up and traveling yeah. when I want to travel. So, like, there's an exchange. There's a give and take for everything. But more sure. power to you guys. You guys, for sure, um, you know, are good parents now. So, in addition, it'll be fun. 
whatever makes you happy, guys, do it. I'm speaking to everybody. Whatever makes you happy, if it ain't hurting somebody, like if it ain't directly hurting somebody, do it. Yeah. Because can't nobody else live your life for you? Can't nobody make you happy? And at the end of the day, we all turn to dust anyway, man. So <laughs> get, get the most you can out of life and don't let nobody hold you back. You know what I'm saying? If you want to have a kid, have a kid. If you don't like kids, don't have don't kids. Don't do it. Yeah, Who cares, don't man? do it. Be I mean, happy. Have fun. Live your life. Yeah, live your life. Have fun. Make memories. At the end of the day, the only thing that legit, it doesn't scare me, but that I think of from time to time is when you're 50 or 60, I'm fat, so who knows if I even get that far. Like at that moment, will you regret it? And I don't live my life based on regrets, but that does, I think about it maybe once a year or something, nothing major, but like when I'm old, would I be like, damn, you know, but I have a, we have a bunch of nieces, you know, a bunch of nephews. My sister's probably going to have some hey, kids. You, you still got time? Baby, we only in there 30. Boy, yeah. uh, nah, we're still popping kids out of that 50. You know how many baby, belts I got it, behind baby. me right now, boy? These things are expensive. I ain't buying no <laughs> diapers. Boy, if you don't get out of here. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's enough for today. Thanks for stopping by. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you follow us. We are posting TikToks. Trying to get more consistent on it, but we're posting TikToks, YouTube shorts. Uh, the YouTube channel, I'm actually, I'll be honest, I'm taking these courses on how to build our channel out, learning some things right now that I haven't been doing, things I have been doing. It's kind of strange, but that'll take some time. So we'll keep posting videos on that. And Ray's still streaming. We're going to move his stream over hopefully yep. tomorrow. And I'm excited about that. in the afternoons. Yeah, so make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, look for us on TikTok, and, and, and just share, spread the word. If you like us, tell other people you like us, because that, that always helps, man. You know what I'm saying? You tell somebody you like something, if they're your friend, they usually want to like what you like, you know? So let's keep this going, keep this going. And this is the reason why I do this, because I, I love to do this. This ain't a job for me. No, it's saying, fun. They say no time. I don't like look like, man, I do podcasts. I'm like, no, man, I got to get my part. You know, I love it. I love doing this. Love my boy here. And uh, I hope you guys love what we're doing. And we're going to keep them coming, baby. So stay, stay nerdy, y'all. See you soon.